When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family, part two with Hackmaster Ralph Toy Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. The perplexed Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back. I will kick off the next hour with a story that if this doesn't make you happy or laugh, then you need to get your head out of your ass. There you go. We'll be right back. Doug here from Walzer. Tommy's on vacation again, so I'm going to have to read both parts. Dougie, what's happening? This is weird. Tommy, I'm looking for two things. A new wife and a MAGA hat? Uh, that'd be a big no. Walzer's looking for cars to sell and people to sell them. You don't have enough cars? Well, late model used car business is good, and when COVID shut down the plants, we ran low on new cars and didn't get as many trade-ins. Right now, we're purchasing used cars from people, and in many cases, we can pay Kelly Blue Book excellent. Heck, I'll even buy some of your cars. All I ever do is give, give, give. Yeah, sure. Anyway... We also need people to sell them. Coaches, teachers, servers. People with people skills work great in our no negotiating model. Also, it's a salaried position, so you're not living from one commission to the next. We also pay you to learn. Think I'd be good at it? Not a chance. Well, don't worry about my feelings. I never do. If you're selling a car or want to join our team, email me at Doug at Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. <laughs> I love this song. Walk this way. I do not like the rap version of it, though. Oh, God, I hate that version of Run DMC. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so if this story doesn't make you laugh or cheer you up and realize this is our future and there are young people coming up that'll that'll solve a lot of problems, I'm hoping. And, Alex, I don't even think you know this. But I told mom last night after you left. Okay. So you went, I don't know where you were. You were upstairs or something. And you said, one minute. And then you said, okay, we got to go. Time we got to go now. 
two-year-old's <laughs> two-year-old sage walks up to me and says, "Hug." So I pick him up and I give <laughs> him a big hug, and he gave me this big, really strong hug. And I set him down on the floor. He's two years old, and he says, "And I quote." Okay, we're going to head for home. <laughs> what? What does a two-year-old say? Okay, we're going to head for home. What? I mean, honest to God. He said something yesterday, too, oh, he, that I was like, day. are you 45? He What's is like 45. On? I know. Yeah, he said something yesterday. We're leaving. These people need to get some rest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, like, yeah, something. It was like. What did he say a couple of days ago that I, that I was going to tell everybody in the podcast? Thing? Oh, yeah, the ice cream. Okay, so we bring the kids to the pool over the weekend, right? Yeah. And they have, they each wanted a Dove bar, right? So I walked. Well, things the weren't going. Things weren't going well at we, the pool. We got to the pool. <laughs> Fawn fell over. Yeah. My my mom tried to say something to Fawn. Fawn said, "You're an idiot." Yes. To my mom because she was hurt and like that. Yeah, she mm-hmm. shouldn't have said that. My dad got mad at Fawn because they're both four years old. No, because I don't <laughs> want anyone to talk to my wife like that. Even though you I don't call care people idiots all the time. They're not, not my wife. I don't. Not to but, their face. <laughs> not, to their face. <laughs> not to their face. But then I, I talked to Fawn and she apologized and everything was good. I but just, then Sage fell once. He started crying. Yeah. And then he started crying and he wouldn't go in the pool because it was kind of chilly out. It was chilly. Out, yeah. But he was he was having fun, and then Fawn and I were swimming up a storm, and yeah, it was just kind of like, and then say, but no, when the ice cream was happening, everything was everybody everything was, was good. Fun. Yeah, but it was like people weren't happy; they were arguing about their food. Everybody yeah, was like, were, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Don says, "So, does anybody want an ice cream bar?" Sage, who was probably four miles away, is like by his side in a minute. Ice cream? Ice cream. <laughs> so we go up there, and there was only one woman at the counter, but you will notice when you go there, they're both wearing face masks, and they both have the exact same color brown hair. They have right. dark brown hair. Both of them do. Now, we get there. Just one of them is at the counter, and we order six dove bars one dove bar for each person so she goes to get the dove bars and about 15 seconds later the other woman who also has a mask on and dark brown hair walks up now not the woman that we ordered the the dove bars from but the other woman walks up and sage goes where's the ice cream (laughs) (laughs) he thought it was the same woman where is it (laughs) where's the ice cream Now, look, if you can't turn to little children and learn to love and laugh from them, you got serious mental problems. Because little children will make you laugh like there's no tomorrow. Best comedians in the world. That and babies and kittens. (laughs) That and kittens and puppies. Yep. Yep. It's always good humor. I heard today, I found out today on the air, and I didn't call you and ask you if you were in. But we could sell Jude for a lot of money. Did you know that? People are buying dogs now for enormous amounts of money because they need a companion. Yeah. Jude. A lot of people that live at, Yeah, like you yeah. can't adopt a dog if you want to now. No. Why? You can't rescue because everybody, everybody wants a dog gone. now. They've adopted all the dogs. Yeah, rescuers like cannot keep dogs. Because <laughs> everybody's alone. They're alone. How much could I get for him? Becky was looking for a rescue dog at, in England for 
a couple months, and then oh. she ended up finding one off of um, basically their version of Craigslist. Really? That's where she got her dog from, because she's like, a, shelters, just, there aren't any. Yeah, there are no dogs well, available. Well, originally, now. when the when the big lockdown was happening, right. and you were only supposed to be able to go to the grocery store, and that was basically <clears throat> it, you could go out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you had a dog, that gave you a Everyone reason to be out. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, people that work live alone or, you know, people, oh, yeah. that, people work from home and they're like, now, and they couldn't have a dog before because they're like, well, I'm gone nine hours a day. Well, except what happens when they go back work. to their jobs? But I don't... I, they just give them back. Yeah, really. No, everybody that I know, they're like, I don't think I'll ever go back to the office full time ever again, unless they're unless the commanded. Job makes them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, I have, really a friend, a I have a friend that works for Target. No, she's. They're like, they're saying, they're like, I don't think, and most companies will put every back in offices full time. Well, I don't know why they would. Yeah, they're like, it cuts down on like, you can just work. You can just <laughs> yep, sit and travel work. Travel time. Travel time. There's sh- yeah. It's revealing how easy water it cooler, is. To water have cooler, water chatting. People yeah. can. It cuts down on office expenses. Yeah. Like, you know, think of Target. Think of how much they must pay for their offices downtown. Yeah. And Air, my friend Ariel works uh. for Target corporate, and she's like, I don't think we'll ever go back full time to the if office. You're just answering phones, and why not? She's like, it's just working really well, and it. Apparently, they, that changed yesterday. What did? Many corporations announced yesterday there was some talk about people working from home. They said the longer people work at home, the less work they do. I'm Literally, sure week true. by week by week, it's gotten worse and worse and worse because nobody's there to watch them. Yeah. So they start slacking off people more and more and more. They well, need supervision. Oh yeah, they should need calls. I mean, you can yeah. yeah, you can work from home, but you have to answer if you're yeah. answering calls. You have to answer 50 calls. I mean, no different. It just yeah, those, exactly. are, those yeah. are priorities. How do they know? How the, do they know they're doing it? Well, you know, well, you know, just because the yeah, phone you know records, their, just uh, the phone records, and, yeah. like you could tell, everything oh. goes through their system. Yeah, I guess working from home is starting to really suck because nobody does their work anymore. Well, you just need to supervise better. Yeah, you, need to you put, do. Yeah, you do need to say, you know, you need, you know, you need to fill out X yeah. amount of spreadsheets per day, right. or else right. you're going to get docked because you're clearly not doing your work, or you need to give a really good reason why you didn't fill the quota. Yeah, Dan's job's very easy to. Like, to, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> to do from home? <laughs> yes. But no, to evaluate productivity oh. because they're basically in meetings all day, every day. So he's clearly there working. And meetings, in my opinion, are very counterproductive. They are. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but meetings don't work. And he, at all. and he did, that's what he did when he was in the office, too. He's like, yeah, I have meetings from nine to three. Like, I don't even have 15 minutes to eat my lunch. Everybody knows when I'm working because if I'm not talking, I'm not working. uh, The plane's not flying. Difficult to slack off on this job. Yeah, I cannot cannot drop the ball on my job because that'd be great. Yeah, where's that? I don't understand what people are going to do when kids – because my nephews and niece go to school in Illinois, and they're – Three days a week, either two or three days a week, from nine to ten or nine to twelve twenty. Three days a week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are people that work full time supposed to do? Good question. And they're bussing them for that short period of time. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. And this is the junior high. 
that they go to. What well, two of them do? go through junior. And I, I but well, I just junior don't high students should be able to be home for a few hours before their parents get you home. Think? Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure they're doing something very similar <clears throat> to the elementary school, yeah. and I don't understand what people that are working full-time are supposed to do. I don't know. Maybe politicians are making these rules, so... Wait, wait, wait a second. What? Who knows? I, my mother went back to school when I was in third grade. My mother wasn't necessarily home when I left or when I got home. Third the grade? Third, fourth, fifth oh, grade. Oh, yeah. No, my, my mother... So, oh, no, yeah, that's... So, no, it's, it's just the way it was. So I went to school, the eight hours or six hours or whatever it was, I don't know. And, you know, I either it had to be... Uh, I had to be responsible to get dressed and get ready for school. My mother would be coming home when I was waiting for the bus. So, you know, you know, school's not a babysitting service. Now, if, if as a society we're going to provide a babysitting service, well, then we can do that. But school should be education. And if you really look at the efficiency of education, really carefully, carefully look at that spreadsheet, it is only effective, efficient about 25 to 30 percent of the time. Once you add out the bus ride, the lunch, the recess, the uh, walking around in the hall, the uh, days off, all summer, two weeks at Christmas, two weeks in, mm-hmm. it, for spring break, you take the four three day weekends. They don't. They're not. Yeah, they, they don't do anything. Yeah. They don't do anything. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, I'm just thinking. You know, like if you're in first grade and your parents both work full time and you are done with school at twelve twenty, what are you supposed to do? Well, it's not babysitting service. But I know it's not. But it's aftercare. That's what people do. I don't know. But I'm just saying this has been the way school has been for a very long time. Yeah, but it's been based on on a a, a schedule since since everybody was a farmer. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, that is true. That's why they took the summers off so the kids could work the fields, and that's why they had to get to school at the crack of dawn so they could get home and do chores. What are you supposed to do if you work full time and your kid... I don't have this problem. You're acting like I'm like, Mom, I I can't leave my kids at school. If if you you work full time, you have to pay for some sort of child care or you you trust your children to be home and do what they're supposed to do and then you take a break when it gets to 11 minutes mm-hmm. yes there you go. we'll be right back tom bernard here with my buddy and ceo of north american banking company michael bilski michael this is a tough time for businesses not only in the twin cities but all over right now can you tell me a little bit about what north american banking company is doing for your customers Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great <laughs> it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to <laughs> North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, 
just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A New York City uh, health official takes shots at Bill de Blasio over COVID response and resignation letter. The New York City, um, I guess it would be the health commissioner. Is that, that what it would be? Something like, let me see if I can get his a- actual title. I shouldn't say his either because I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Thank you for checking your sexism. You're damn right, honey. New York City <laughs> Health Commissioner. Yeah, it is a health commissioner. Dr. Oxiris Barbeau resigned. That's eh, a woman. Yeah, there you okay. go. Resigned from her post on Tuesday, citing Mayor Bill de Blasio's handling of the coronavirus pandemic in a critical letter. De Blasio confirmed that he received Barbeau's resignation letter before noon today and appointed Dr. Dave Choksky, Choksy, as her replacement, the New York Times first reported that Barbeau submitted a resignation to de Blasio amid a clash between the mayor and the city's health officials. Bill de Blasio is, well, first of all, Steve Sharipa went after him yesterday. Everyone hates him. He, Everybody hates this guy. Uh, not on his social media. Oh, my God, the ass-kissing on him yeah, is... Yeah, but it's his social you can media. Hear it. Yeah, of course. You can hear it in the streets. They love him. Yeah, like I said, the people on that's why social media is so such a bunch of crap. I think he's going to run for president. De Blasio, he's got no shot. I think he wants to run for president. Oh, what an idiot that he man is! He is just—he's kissing his own ass more than anybody else is kissing his. So. Okay, he's the what of New York? He's the mayor of New York. Okay, who's the Manhattan. one that everybody loves? The one everybody loves. Yeah. Where? In New York. There's like, yeah, who's he? He's Cuomo's the, the governor. Governor, okay. And oh, he's not much better. And his brother Everybody is the biggest him. prick ever born. But other than that, they're good people. <laughs> I don't know. They're all really nice people. But, yeah, this Bill de Blasio, he, everybody hates his guts. They yeah. can't stand the guy. And, again, social media does nothing to prove that they don't because you're going to get whatever take you they want you to get when you go to his go to his. What Facebook page or yeah, Twitter that's very page. true. Or, or if depending on which publication prints a story, it could be the exact same story. Yep. Because they do that all the time. They copy and paste stories and they just put them under their own publication. I don't know how they get away with that, but that's what yeah. they do. And if if it's a conservative paper, it's like every Republican is great and oh, every yeah. Democrat's Abs- horrible. Absolutely. And if it's the other way around, it's un- yeah. it's just like, oh my God, could you be any more of a herd? Who is Melissa Francis? Does anybody know who that is? Who's Melissa Francis? Don't know. Do not Anyone? Know. Does she work at Fox News or something? No clue. She is a commentator on Fox Business Network and Fox. Oh, News. Fox Business Network. And okay. she was on CNBC. Yeah, she went over. Okay, so, so it is the person I think that it is. She's calling for uh, De Blasio to, to resign, to step down because he's doing such a horrible I think a job. A lot of people are. Yep, he's a piece of work. First of all, isn't his real his real name is like Warren Wilhelm yep, or Warren something? Wilhelm. Really? Yeah, Warren Wilhelm's his real name, but that's his dad's name, and he didn't like daddy, so he took. And plus, he thought that well, you know Bill De Blasio, a little Italian exactly, name in New yeah. York City. Yeah. What a fraud. Uh, name himself Spaghetti Cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of negative. That's true. It's so fake. 
Okay, I got to well tell give you something. the most fake name he can. I won't say who said this to me, but I got a good laugh out of it. So we're talking about Tony Lee. Tony's back on the KQ Morning Show. Love having him back. Alon Brian Zepp is there. Candace is there. But we're talking about Tony Lee. And I said, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, nice Jewish boy. And this person goes, what, is, what the hell? What? I said, what do you mean? Tony's Italian. I said, what? They said, he can pass. Tony Lee? Tony Lee's about as an Italian name as you can get. I said, first of all, it's more Korean than it is Italian. Tony <laughs> Lee, yeah. <laughs> but. Well, Tony. Tony, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but not so much Lee. Not so much Lee. Not Lee, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought he was an Italian Korean. The combination. <laughs> oh, he's, he nice, he's a nice Jewish boy. Where what the did hell? that name come from? I don't know. They probably changed. It was probably Leibowitz or something like that. Oh, yeah, you know? you're probably yeah. right. Maybe. I don't know that for sure. I could yeah, ask Yeah, like Tony my tomorrow. friend Joyce Ellis and her great-grandparents, when they came to America, they changed it to Ellison for Ellis Island because that's where they would come in. So that's why, yeah. Do you know what their name was originally? Mm, I, I was told that, but I don't remember. If I ever convert to Judaism, I'm changing my name to Lipschitz. Mm-hmm. I love the name Lipschitz. Lipschitz. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm like, that's the name I'm going with, whether you like it or not, Tough Titty. Lee is from Old English, which means meadow. Oh, Lee is a meadow? So apparently he's got English ancestry, too, because it's from England. Well, they might have changed the, the name, The Lees though. of Shropshire. Well, just, yeah, isn't uh, like pro- Leeway, isn't that like a nautical <clears throat> thing? Like Lee? Isn't there something? Hard to Lee. Hard to Lee. That's the wind, the way the wind. Yeah. Yeah. The windward side and leeward side. Yeah. The leeward side, that's well, exactly it. Think about it, there's Robert E. Lee. He might be related. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not related to Robert E. Lee. <laughs> he could be. Pretty sure he's not related to <laughs> Robert know. E. Lee. But so uh, underneath that, the hat he had with a yarmulke. He would wear the yarmulke. Got the yarmulke along with the Confederate lid. That, is, that looked <laughs> really good. Lee. He could Christopher be related Lee. to Christopher Lee. He could there be. Absolutely. Getty I'll ask Lee. him. All right, we got to take a break tomorrow. I'll be writing tomorrow. Tomorrow. We've got to take a break right now. We've got a special guest <laughs> coming up right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. I want you to, to want, want me. me. Well, there you go. Andy's rocking out over there. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Mark Goldman, the top five stupid crime stories of 2020. And that's just so far. It ain't over yet. Mr. Goldman, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. And you, it is not nearly close to being over yet. No, it's not over yet. Yeah, it ain't over yet. i got to ask you one question. Uh, so you want to start with story five and go to one, one to five, probably go five to one, right? 
yeah, five to one. Okay. Uh, that sounds like good gambling odds to me, right? It does indeed. So here's what I wanted to ask you, Mark. Yes. Does that include the rap, singing a rap song in, uh, in San Diego is a violation of seditious language? Would that include the Run DMC version of Walk This Way? That's what we want to know. You know what? I certainly hope not. That is a classic. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you a true classic. So, absolutely. All right, but uh, I'm the law is absolutely crazy. It was established in 1918, and uh, somehow the government is still utilizing it. Can you believe it? Oh, they are real. They actually do use it? Absolutely. On the uh, morning of uh, July 15th of 2019, there was a man, his co-worker, he was walking down the street, and he just finished his uh, shift uh, working in San Diego. It was close to 2 a.m. He said he was a little drunk, he was having a good time, and he was, uh, you know, kind of feeling all right. And he was uh, kind of wrapping it out and uh, had a little bit of cursing in it. And he remembers a police car rolling up to him slowly beside him and asked him and his co-worker, um, to put his window down, an officer got out, he stopped, uh, he stopped this gentleman, he said, uh, claiming the lyrics have been singing are, uh, you know, directed at the police, he did not like them, and, uh, he would, uh, he, you know, he was issued some sort of a ticket. Now, this is not F the police, was it? Um, you know what, I think, uh, some of the uh, language, I don't think he was singing at the police directly, but some of the language in the rap song was, uh, you know, negative towards the police. I could see that, you know. I'm having a huge problem with that right now anyway, Mark, to tell you the truth, not just with uh, the laws in uh, San Diego or whatever, but I just love it when I'm sitting with my, you know, four-year-old granddaughter and we're looking at what's on TV and the TV show F That's Delicious comes on the screen and she looks as like, luckily she doesn't know how to read yet. I was going to say, she doesn't know how to read. That's a good thing. I I just, so it's F asterisk CK. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the show. What are we doing, Mark? What are we doing? It's outrageous, especially to these uh, to these young people today. You know what? I, I do agree with free speech, but uh, yep. you know what? It's got to be censored towards uh, children, you know? Uh, and that's, this kind of thing should not be on TV. I mean, you don't name your radio show something horrible like this. Well, why does every TV show have to do it? Well, actually, uh, Steve Sharippa yesterday ended this show with that. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> Steve, I don't know if you know Steve Sharippa. He was, he, he was on The Sopranos. Yeah, The Sopranos, absolutely. Great guy. I'm a New York guy. Of course I know him. I love that guy. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Okay, so number five, story number five, singing a rap song in San Diego's violation of seditious language, prohibited, 83 violations, actually, time to throw a right cross, knock that law out. Absolutely. We move on. God, we go all, all, all the way across the country now from San Diego to Florida. Yeah, Florida seems to have it all. Uh, you know what? <laughs> they have all the crazies down there. Yes. A Florida man allegedly shoots Burger King employee over a slow drive through order. Um, this is why I don't go to Burger King. You know? uh, so an employee okay. of uh, Florida Burger King lost his life because someone didn't receive their order fast enough. Now, let me ask you a question. If you go to these fast food places and you don't um, receive your order fast enough, what do you guys do? I do not shoot the man. Uh, I literally, well, i got to be honest with you, Mark. I, I've never been in a situation where I was so desperate to get a Whopper get a burger? that I wanted to shoot <laughs> and kill someone. I, I've never been that desperate to eat. Um, I, I will say, did you know, by the way, that man had only been on that job for like three days? Oh, that sucks. It, it, it's truly unbelievable. According yeah. to the uh, Orange County Sheriff's Office, a 22-year-old 
uh, was allegedly shot in the parking lot of Orlando, Florida. You know, I guess Disney wasn't good for it. Hey, you want to go to Burger King, right? I want to go to Burger King. So, um, yeah. Um, this past uh, Saturday became, um, uh, he, I don't know, he's waiting for his drive-thru, and he got shot. It was unbelievable. I would, now I would never work at a Burger King, yeah. and I would never order from a Burger King. This, you know, And I'm never going to Orlando, Florida ever again. <laughs> You're done with Orlando. <laughs> Next huh? the whole state. Done I understand that. I understand it completely. Okay, we're going to stay in Florida for story number three, and this is what this might be my favorite story, uh, at least headline of the day. That's quite the tease, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. So a uh, cop cuffs a man midstream for peeing on a police car in Florida. <laughs> You're peeing on a police car. I'd wait for him to finish. <laughs> uh, this, uh, you know what? But I'm thought. Um, you know, this is uh, this is unreal. So a Michigan man was caught by the cops as he allegedly urinated on a police car in Florida. Um, and officers apparently threw the cuffs on him uh, before he even finished. I guess midstream, which is absolutely disgusting. Uh, the defendant was taken into custody while still in uh, commission of the crime. The affidavit for the arrest, um, 26-year-old notes, and uh, apparently he only got charged about a $250 cash bond. So not so bad overall, but if you're going to urinate on something, do it down an alley. Maybe utilize the restroom. You know, just an idea, though. Oh, I understand that completely. Uh, it's, uh, I, yeah, I, so he, he's trying to make a political statement. Was he hammered? I mean, do we know? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if he was hammered or not, but um, it's kind of uh, interesting because he pleaded non guilty to uh, disorderly conduct. Um, and again, he was freed after a relative posted his 250 cash bail. Um, you know what, though? He was uncooperative and questioning, so he, he could have been a little bit intoxicated. Yeah. Okay, now I, I think yeah, you got to be under something to uh, urinate on a police car, probably. right? I would think what I would do basically, if it were me, I'd get a burger from Burger King and then pee on a cop car while rapping. So I'd combine <laughs> the first three stories. Exactly, combine them all. Have a little fun, right? Combine, combine all the crimes you possibly can. You just drank your big gulp from Burger King, and yeah, I got the big and gulp. They all happen in Florida. You might as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very, very, very there true. You go. Mm-hmm. Mark, this next story, there's a question I have to ask you. Yes. So I'm selling a $140,000 car, and a guy signs a piece of paper. It's supposed to be a check, and I let him have the car before the check clears? Yeah. What am I thinking? You know what? This is a crazy story, and it kind of reminds me of the movie Catch Me If You Can. Do you yeah. that one with yep. Leonardo yeah, Absolutely. Uh, authorities in Walton County say Casey Williams Kelly purchased a Porsche 911 uh, uh, Turbo from a dealership uh, on Monday for nearly $140,000. Quote unquote, he purchased it. However, uh, he may you know, have to lose it uh, after his transaction uh, as 139203 5 cashier's check that the 42 year old man presented bounced as the car was reported stolen, investigators say. Kelly was arrested uh, this recent past Wednesday, and he told authorities that the check hadn't actually come from a bank, but it was simply printed off his home computer. <laughs> <laughs> and they, let it, they, just, they didn't even verify whether or not it was a they real check. They didn't even verify the check. Wow. Call the bank. Be like, is this check now, real? Now, you guys do a lot of true crime stories on your show, yeah. and, and that's one of the reasons I absolutely love this show. Let me ask you, do all criminals have uh, three names? Well, John Wayne Gacy. There's been a lot right. of there's been a lot of Wayne people in there. There uh, is. Was that Wayne O. Williams? There was all kind. Of, yeah, a lot of three names. Does O count as a name? 
Yeah, well, it seems like probably. all the crazy killers. You know, they all get three names. Mm-hmm. They do. They have three names, and I just uh, John Wilkes Booth. John, John Wilkes Booth started it all. Probably yeah. that's right. Absolutely. It was his fault. And uh, right. you know, just to note, before he was nabbed uh, with this uh, wonderful check in situation with this uh, beautiful car, um, he was uh, arrested uh, for uh, trying to rob a jewelry store. And uh, actually, not oh, trying to rob a jewelry store. Pardon me. He was trying to pony up another phony check in the amount of $61,000 to pay for three Rolex watches. But they held on to the watches until the check cleared, I'm thinking. Absolutely. Apparently the jewelry store is a little smarter than the uh, (laughs) the auto store, the Porsche store, right? Yes, it would seem to be there just a little brighter. Right. So Um, now he faces uh, charges of grand theft of a motor vehicle and, um, you know, false uh, banknote, too. Yeah, that can't be good for your record, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think yeah. it'd be real good. The number maybe, one. Maybe sto- he should change his name just to two names, right? Yeah, two good. Back to two names. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The number one story: Miami man arrested after buying a Lamborghini. And I will leave it up to Mr. Goldman to tell you where he got the money to buy the Lamborghini. This is unbelievable and outrageous <laughs> and horrible. Uh, he got the money from a COVID relief aid from the Fed. So Florida man facing charges after authorities said he fraudulently obtained 3.9 million in federal loans meant for small businesses. Wow. Uh, you know, obviously impacted by this horrible coronavirus and used by a Lamborghini and other personal expenses. He was uh, charged just this recent Monday with bank fraud, making false statements to a financial institution, engaging in transactions and unlawful proceeds, according to a copy of the criminal complaint. Um, this is just nutty. In all, he requested approximately $13.5 million in the PPP loans, which, as you know, is a paycheck retention program. He submitted seven loan applicants in May, which contained numerous false and misleading statements about his alleged moving companies, his payroll expenses, yada, yada, yada. This is what crooks do in Florida, apparently. A lot of crooks in Florida, and they came there from every other state in the union. There's no doubt about that. I, I just, Absolutely. Uh, I, I, it's amazing to me that, that people, billionaires, received PPP checks. Yes. Doesn't anyone check where this money's going? It's outrageous, this whole uh, program. You know, it did help some people out, but uh, it really went to, uh, uh, you know, government officials and rich people and major corporations. It's absolutely outrageous. I agree with you 100%. So, Mark, do you compile these stories quite often? I do indeed. I love uh, silly, stupid crime stories. I actually, uh, I'm a former producer at Court TV. So right, that's kind yeah. of where I got it from. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're available once in a while, I'd love to please reach out because I love talking about stupid criminals because I grew up with a lot of them. Oh, there's so many of them. There are. It's true. Stay oh, in touch, uh, Mr. Goldman. I'm going to keep two names, though, for sure. Yes, yes. Mark, what's your middle name, Mark? Uh, Lawrence. Mark Lawrence, we'll just call you MLG. What do you say? Uh, MLG is fine. No, MLG actually sounds like Andrew. it might be a, like a disorder, like a nerve disorder or something. So we won't do that to you, Mark. Uh, it stands for Major, Major League Gaming. Major League something or another, right? That's true. Major League Gaming. Mark yeah. Mark L. Golden go. or Major League Gaming. Mark, stay in touch. I'd love to talk to you again, man. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Have a good day, sir. Be well. Mark Goldman, ladies and gentlemen. We that's My God, that show went by mm-hmm. fast today. Yep. Holy crap. Why We're did it go by already? so fast? No. Yeah, we are. We're what? done. Yeah, <laughs> we are. So early. Oh, done already. Oh, because we st- we didn't. Oh, because we pause didn't take much of the a two break. Shows. We had a fake segment in the middle. A fake segment. Well, it was only like segment. five minutes long. So. Six minutes, but that that was uh, twelve minutes long. So it all evened That's out true. anyway. 
it all evened out in the end. The first one went 11, this one went 12, and then when you put that other one at 9, it all comes to 10, 10 minutes. Well, so, to close, Officer Dave apparently just got a call from his kid saying that the office told him they're not coming back in. Just really? work from home indefinitely. Yeah. Who's not coming back? You mean the, Officer Dave's kid. At school? No, the office. What office? His kid is not his a child. child is not a literal child. It is a working ch- an person. adult an adult child. <laughs> so offspring. They're not ever coming back in. That's what he says. He doesn't. He don't come back into the office unless you absolutely have to. Really? Yep, I think that's going to happen a lot. It is going to happen a lot, or people are going to say, "I want to work from home. I don't feel safe coming back to the yeah, office." Yeah, they are. And they that's, might. That's going to be that's going to be another uh, wrinkle to that whole thing. And I and I think that. Offices, the real estate market's going to take a big hit because people say, why, oh, do I need, yeah. "Why do I need this office? What's oh, the God, point yeah, of all this space?" Commercial real yeah. estate is going to be oh, a yeah. real bad yeah, time. Be interesting. Oh yeah, I think it's just going to be a whole bunch of conference rooms for meetings. Yep, right, basically. Sure. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yep. All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.